Anyway, that's a lovely story. Yeah. What are you? What are you? Oh, we're off, mate. Are we? Oh. Hello and welcome. Is that what we're doing? Sure. I mean, it's well. I mean, hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Nice to see you again. How are you? I'm good. Great. Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay, mate. You're yeah, okay, lots mate. going on. You know, stuff. Hello and welcome to another Checkpoint module. You always this get a little laugh in and I love that. Do you? It implies I've just been terribly witty in your presence, <laughs> which I haven't. I just sat here sullen like a... I, I mean, when the when the opening music kicks in, that thing that you said was hilarious. <laughs> it wasn't. There was nothing. Nothing happened. Welcome to another Checkpoint module. This is module 15? 16? I want to stop saying it doesn't matter, does it? No, hashtag... What's the point? What's the point? We haven't said that in a while. Because, yeah, I, what I find lovely is that um, the uh, the social media bods at Checkpoint Magazine... Checkpoint M-Zine. M-Zine, Tamir. <laughs> M-Tamir, yeah. Yeah. Those social media bods... Yep, yep, yep. Tamir. Keep putting out <laughs> polls saying... Do you think we should use Helvetica on our website? You say like, no. Hashtag. You say keep no putting out polls. There's been there've been two. There've been two. That's plenty. Is that is that does it bother? Does it annoy you? It doesn't. No, no, no. I just keep thinking who who's going to vote? Like, well, we if people don't scrapes. vote, that means they don't care. I mean, that's, that's how right. I see it. That's that's, that's how, how I see, see it. it. Yes, so yes. they don't vote. That means it's less work for me to do forum stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah, I got you. Because actually, just it's uh, quite a pain because you've got to moderate it and all the rest. Of it. Well, yes, but that's not even the point. The so the bit of housekeeping. Yeah. Um, I went to look at implementing a uh, forum into the Checkpoint website. and we Something used, we were talking about in the last module. Yeah, absolutely. Which you suggested. I think it's a great idea. Uh, I did put the question out to Twitter. They didn't really agree with you. Um, but the... Uh, <laughs> did they not? <laughs> not really, though. No. <laughs> they were saying that Twitter is sufficient for now and that you need a big yeah. kind of listenership, which I agree with. They, can, they can compress all the insults they need to <laughs> into the requisite. <laughs> one thing. However, the problem that I have is the website builder that I use, because I'm not a designer or a, a HTML writer or, or web person in any way, shape or form. Oh, no. I've said it, haven't I? Anyway, shape or form. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, well, it's a good job you're fasting or we'd be drinking. I know, There's right? Any, Hold on a minute. That yeah, still doesn't fine, work. Yeah. The website that I use uh, to build it, Squarespace is the, the thing that I used. They don't have uh, integrated support for forums. For Fora. For Fora. For Fora. For for you can't say that. Fora. That's offensive. <laughs> um, mm. So it's actually going to take a bit of work. We are going to look at what, what the other doing? option is let's not bother. The other option is let's not bother. Yeah. Let's build the audience. So, um, yes. yeah, let's let's do that. But, you know, we've got three votes so far. Yeah. I think you voted. I voted. <laughs> Did you not vote? <laughs> I abstain from my emotion. Okay, good, good. Uh, there we go. Um, anyway, welcome to the podcast. Sorry it's taken us a little while to get to this the point. point. 
what's the point? That's the reveal. Big That's reveal. The reveal. There and was no point. The whole point of it was not having a point. And I'm really excited because for the first time in weeks, possibly months, mm-hmm. I have something to contribute. I've found three games that I really love. What? And I'll tell you something else. Not one of them is beautiful. Oh, are they not? No. Okay. They're just dumb, silly, wicked, fun games. I downloaded uh, Marooners. Oh, yeah. Was that the one? So we should... I haven't played it yet. I do want to play it. It's a, you say it's a mini-game thing. That's yeah. It's just constant online. So. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll give that a crack. And we haven't played Cuphead yet. No, but maybe we will for this podcast. Stay tuned to find out. Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, it's a bit kind of <laughs> retrospective, but we can we can go with that. Yeah, nothing matters. Nothing matters. So, uh, talk to me about your games. What are they themed okay. in any way, shape, in any, in any way? Yeah, are they themed in any yeah. way? Are they related? Th- Is it like a Timmy Mallet Association? In any word form, game? shape, or way? In any in any shape or in way any, or form? Uh, I think they might all be published by the same person. Basically, I I I saw one. Right. And again, it was a YouTube advert. Yeah, they do well. The YouTube adverts do do well. And uh, it Remember, was... YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. Just putting it out there. So. Never forget. Never forget. Carry on. And I saw this advert and I thought, that looks really funny. And I downloaded it and I had a go. And I was like, I love this. Uh, so th- that one was called... Uh, Mr. Bullet by Lion Studios. Lion Studios. Okay. Go on. I I got very excited and then I remember it's not Lion Head Studios. Carry on. No. And uh, so Mr. Bullet is a fun game. You are this sort of, you've got this kind of look of a secret agent with a sort of uh, slightly almost like quiff thing going on at the front of the hair and dark glasses and a suit. Okay. And you have a gun and <laughs> your job is to shoot baddies. Brilliant. Uh, and so uh, it's fairly straightforward. You point your gun at them and you shoot them in the head <laughs> or knees or whatever you want. Um, and it gets more and more elaborate. So then you start firing bullets to ricochet off walls. Oh, cool. And to, or you, you might fire a boulder off the edge of a ledge and that will drop. Right, right, right. So it gets yeah, more yeah. and more sort of elaborate as it goes on. But... And this is an awful thing to say. I mean, it's a catastrophic thing to say. And you can switch them off should you not want to overly distress younger players. You can switch off in the options the blood effects. Oh, yeah. A lot of games do that. That's very yeah. commonplace. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. And that's a really good thing. Yes. And, you know, I'm not a fan of violence in games and stuff. But Says the, the man who downloaded but, Be Happy Few, but, Mr. But, Bullet. But <laughs> I will tell you now... The blood is so funny. <laughs> it is the funniest blood I've seen since. Why? Because it's so sploshy and it just hoses out of these people. <laughs> so if you sh- if you shoot someone like in the throat, it's just a fountain of blood gushing really? out of them. Uh, uh, but what's more fun is that if you if you shoot them. Uh, and they fall off a ledge or something, then just blood comes out of everything. Like everything. <laughs> their knees and their back and like just fountains of blood. Just more blood than they could and ever And my, fa- my favourite is if you shoot them in the eye socket. Oh, oh really? Man, it's the funniest thing. Well, don't tell us. 
Well, no, you'll enjoy it. Don't tell Just us. Go and enjoy I'll the platform. Enjoy it. And that was on what platform? What did you download uh, that on? I played that on iOS, iOS, uh, but I'm sure you can get it on Android as well. So that's a mobile phone game. Yeah, Mr. Bullets. Mr. Bullets by, by Lion Studios. Lion Studios. Mm-hmm. That then led me. Yeah. To two more games. Um, one, I think this was advertised within it, and this is from Madbox. And this is Stickman Hook, and this is probably my favourite of the three. Okay. Stickman Hook is a really fun game. I'm going to show it to you. Okay, cool. Because... And while you're just loading that up, I just want to say a lot of the games in the last couple of years that I've downloaded that I play more that have made it to my folders. Oh, your famous <laughs> coveted folders. My coveted folders. One day I will be folder-worthy. <laughs> uh, have come from in-game ads. Right. Which oh, is really weird because... Um, I find approaching these kind of stores mm. quite daunting because it's not any more, you know, a good few games. There are literally tens of thousands of games on the on on the paid for and free. Yeah, um, and actually navigating, trying to figure out what kind. I don't know what game I want anymore. No on the phone. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so I'll go in like when we started doing those adventure. Uh, kind of titles, those, you know, those mm-hmm. reading adventure things. The episodic ones. The episodic ones, thank <laughs> you. Um, I found it I found it really hard to then get my mind out of the episodic thing. And, and I, I, because there's so much out there, I just didn't know what to search for, which is why I ended up with Board... Well, I think Board Kings was before, and that... So it's a really yeah. weird one. So now I actually take adverts from in-games. Well, this is a, a, a media-wide problem i saw Mm. some insane statistic somewhere and i don't know if it's true or not but it said that on average people spend something like 42 minutes a day trying to find content that they want like in terms of trying to find a tv show they want to watch and it's not because it's not there it's because there's too much knows how to find it it's overwhelming and i i don't want to be oh i said that i've said that but I worked at the BBC 20 years ago mm. and uh, I worked at the BBC 15 years ago when there wasn't the kind of on-demand thing. It hadn't happened. They hadn't launched iPad. Yeah, yeah, But they yeah, were yeah. sort of talking about it. And BBC I said... Redux. I, it was pre-BBC Redux. Even, was it really? And I saw the first ever incarnation of iPlayer and it was really cool. It was really yeah. beautiful. It was this weird sort of scrolly, bobbly thing. And they were saying, oh, you'll be able to watch whatever you want. You'll be able to pick, you know, and this whole idea of linear channel-based TV, you know, that'll all be done within 15, 20 years. And I said, but the thing is, people don't know what they want to watch. And that's become really apparent now, and I'm really glad you brought this up, because you, I must have started at the B, um, not long, I was about 15 years ago, probably a little bit longer than that, um, and I saw BBC Redux and it was it was amazing. I mean, this is better than any iPlayer. I mean, BBC Redux was the archive for every piece of content that BBC had ever produced on any platform. Yeah. It was incredible. It was like being able to scroll back on it iPlayer inc- to 1971. And that's the thing. And then when iPlayer came out, I remember somebody from the Beeb came over, or somebody from TVC or something came to our station and said, listen... We've got this product. We're going to be rolling it out as iPlayer. The problem that we have, and I'll never forget this, the problem that we have is that the bandwidth in the world isn't strong enough to 
support the content that we want to stream. And right. if we started doing this, then literally the whole world, the internet of the world, will collapse because we just don't have the bandwidth to be able to do this. Um, so never mind Kim Kardashian. So never mind. I play but, but never mind, the internet. I played it, but never mind BBC Redux. The point was that content was never going to make it to the light of day. And so just to bring it back to what you're saying, BBC iPlayer, and they've just done a reskin as well on the Xbox and on the other thing, you don't know what is on the iPlayer. No. They, so you can go to a category, and in that category they have their highlights, but then you, it's very it's not very obvious that you can then search for everything from A to Z in that category. Yeah. It's really bad, and this is something that we're seeing across all on-demand players, I think. Mm. I, th- I think that the problem is what happened with the internet Mm. All this content exploded all over it, and everybody went, I can't handle that. And then you got blogs, and what that yes. was doing was curating yes. the internet for you yes. uh, with a certain tone and voice and approach, and then you could sort of migrate towards those things. It's kind of like a channel. <laughs> but but you're right, it is, because you create, cur- create and curate the content that you want to promote, and that becomes the platform that people... Right identify with and that's why you still have broadcast channels and they still have a place and an importance yeah because you know you you if a channel's doing their job right you and you like them you're going to trust them to find to present you with content that you wouldn't have thought of but they have because that's the whole point of them doing their job absolutely that you'll enjoy like i remember when Dr. David Starkey first came on and talked about Elizabeth and Mm -hmm. then walked off camera to the left. I'm standing in Woburn Abbey. Where? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that was before he became, like, really racist and stuff and everyone hated him. But it was revolutionary at the time because nobody knew they wanted to watch a history program. Yeah. And Channel 4 were like, we're going to put this on Saturday night, 9 o'clock, prime time. And everyone went berserk for it. Yeah. And yeah. that's the point. Yeah. You never would have searched no. for a history program about Elizabeth. No. But but also I think people forget that the traditional media broadcasters and forget the on-demand thing, it, it speaks to our kind of inner human. We like routine. Yes. But like that's something that people completely and utterly forget as Why human beings. Why else would people listen to this? Oh, I know. <laughs> We're so sorry that this has become part of your routine. Yeah. Um, but it's like dismal lovemaking just, on a Monday night, isn't it? Just, You're welcome. Just get it. It's it's the first of the week. It's got to be done. Um, <laughs> I know. love him so. So he's just. Mind. I'll give him access. Um, but oh, wow. the um, the <laughs> the, uh, the point is, is that humans <laughs> like routine. It's right. so much darker. I know. I'm so, uh, so press on, press on. Um, they like routine. Yes. Kids like routine. People like routine, and I think there's something to be said about that. Anyway, show me this game. Okay, sorry. Right. Yes, been, I've done a major Sorry. Depression. No, so no, it was is, my fault. This game is called Stickman Hook. Okay. And you play a stickman. It doesn't look like a stickman. <laughs> no, well, obviously, I'm at a very high level of stickman. Oh, right. So are, are you at my five level yet? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so he comes bouncing along. Right. And uh, he's hooky. Uh, what does that mean? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Oh, you, wow. I just cleared the level without level. actually pressing anything. Wow. So, so let me just explain what happened there. All I saw was uh, the yeah, iPad yeah. in yeah, portrait yeah. mode and a ball coming flying through, sure. bounced off a couple of walls, and then said, "You passed." Sure. So this is uh, this is the kind of Jake game that we expect. Uh, let's play an early one, right? <laughs> we'll play an earlier level. So you come skimming along, yeah. and you bounce off these cushiony things. And once we're in midair, 
when you tap the ah. screen, you hook on to the nearest kind of peg that's floating in midair. Okay. And you swoop about. So it's like a pinball machine that you're trying to navigate using a levery pulley system of. Do you know what this 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 should have? They should have sold this as a Spider-Man game because it's kind yeah. of like Spider-Man shooting his web. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, see that. And connecting to things. Yeah. Uh, and so you just fly through the air with the greatest of ease. And it's, yeah, it's like being Tarzan so or Spider-Man. So what keeps you going then? Because I just saw that you accepted something. Do you get well, power-ups? Do you get uniforms? No, no, you get... no. The so, gameplay never changes, but so the, it's the not, courses get more and more complex. So it's just the course. So it's not like um, There's never a boost doodle thing jump or, a super... or anything where you get like nope. boosters or anything nope. okay that's interesting and that's kind of what i like is the gameplay is completely consistent and all it is is you putting your button on the screen so if you're playing you know mobile phone games and tablet games we've talked before about the whole virtual joystick thing yeah, and how yeah, lousy yeah. those things are it's literally just tapping the screen on or off right okay cool that's all it takes yeah. and so you just whiz along this course until you get to the finishing line and i've played well i've played 75 levels of it in how many days Two days, three days. That's impressive. I mean, well, you fly, and it's not, because you fly through, you can do a level in 15 seconds. Yeah. But um, I, it's just really satisfying. It's a really pleasing Do you game. get, is it, is it just like a pass or a fail thing, or do you get yeah, points? Yeah, you get past the finish line or you don't. And so there's no point system. There's it's no not points. like you have to get many stars to What's be completionist. The there there's, you go. Yeah. Yeah, great. I like that. And so I like, I love all of those things. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, about. Yeah. And then the last one, uh, I, I'm really happy with, uh, is called Castle Wreck. And Castle this Wreck. is published by so, Voodoo. So this is one that comes... Uh, this is one that I've been contemplating downloading. Right. Um, it's almost folder-worthy. It, well... Almost. It's almost downloadable. Before it goes into any folder, it goes into my main screen on the last page. And then... Gets, <laughs> and then it gets kind of <laughs> promoted into the sub daily. Yeah. There are game folders that I have to check daily because there are certain things I'm trying to achieve, yeah. so I have to log in and play these games. Pez is one of them. Risk is another because okay. just because it's Risk. Um, and uh, and then there are games that are in this the, another folder that I have to check. Oh, Tammy, you don't care. It just it just makes me wonder about your lovemaking. <laughs> So efficient, yeah. So, do you remember how we talked with great fondness about Steven Spielberg's game Boombox? Yes, 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 yes. This is basically Boombox. Oh no way! So, uh, I'll show you. You've got so there's a castle, and your job is to demolish it because destroying everything is fun. There's some strategically placed clusters of TNT there. Amazing. And and uh, the physics work the same. So, if you blow out the TNT at the bottom, it creates a bigger explosion than blowing out. The that's TNT. the idea. Okay, yeah. great. And so you've got a, it's the standard kind of, you've got a, a cannon that's swinging left and right, and then it starts swinging up and down, and you just tap on the screen to like stop. Like the golf games of old. Absolutely. And then oh, wow. up, off it goes. And it's just, it's you're just smashing stuff up. What could be more pleasing? It is very pleasing, actually, because just for those, I was going to say that can't see it, you can't see it. For those of you listening, <laughs> um, the and graphics. Again, <laughs> just, the if you're graphics, not, it's irrelevant. Yeah, I know. The graphics are actually really lovely, kind of, uh, they're very kind of bold. Yes. Uh, it's a nice graphic style. It's a nice art style. It's, it's. They've all got the same. Oops, it's one of those ones that. That's his destruction of the playing castle. Him. Replay. Stop it! <laughs> just close the lid. Oh, I really hate those pop up ads.
Um, they they're all quite similar. They've got that kind of very flat, very two D. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. It's basically oversaturated. Like if if and this is this is one for the kids. If Hey Dougie was a video game, yeah, that's what it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's love, one for CBB's views. Love love Hey Dougie. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, good. So. Yeah, it's really exciting because but, normally I find, you know, I find these games much more satisfying than like a sixty-five-pound game where you go on a big journey. I just enjoy, and you can take about. that with you as well. I mean, yes. do you? I mean, here's a question for you: Do you play many games in transit? Yes, that's where I do most of my game playing. Right, that's interesting because um, you know when I'm at home, I've um, responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, clearing out the mess I left in the morning. <laughs> so there's no way to talk about your child. It's just, it's just, <laughs> I think it's fair. So. It's not fair. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh, that's very exciting to me. They are cool. I mean, they are great games. Um, were they free to download? They're all free to play, yeah. All free to play. Free, but um, I, I paid three quid to remove the ads on uh, Mr. Bullet. Yeah, and you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you're buying a, a product that uh, is just about removing the ads and it's not about in-app purchases... Yes. I, I, I think that's... I mean, you're going to spend three quid on a mango, right? Exactly. So, you know. I wouldn't spend three quid on a mango. How much would you spend on a mango? Oh, Bedford Market, you can get like a box of seven mangoes for five quid. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. That's why you want to be in. Uh, I mean, if you're going to spend three pounds on a mango, then three pounds on a game is nothing. Uh, I, I agree. So that's that's good. But the mobile. Um, go do on. You, I'm sorry, do you, do you want to see a little bit of. I do um, actually want Mr. to see Bullet this. Oh, this with is. The sploshy block. Oh, this is quite nice. So. I've got to get rid of this block, so I'm going to shoot this block. Done. It's catapulted the guy. Fountaining blood. Wow. So, I guess... So, oh, so, oh, I see... There you <laughs> go. You, do you see how pleasing the blood is when it splotches so prettily? This is very... By the way, this is uh, very similar in art style to... <laughs> So Jake has just shot the bottom of the thing that's landed on top of a guy's head and literally squashed him, exploding blood everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the art style is very similar, by the way, to uh, that of... Uh, two for one. Of um, uh, Mount Your Friends, just saying. Mount Your Friends. Yeah. It's a very similar art style. And we're back. No, no, it's true. It's, yeah, it's no, nice. It's, like, it's that simple... I think, and that's the other thing, is the simple art style and the simple gameplay make yeah. it a lot more appealing for a game to be played. Yes. You don't have to figure out the RPG elements or the levelling up, or if you have to choose between a booster, which booster Board you kings, want to go. Board kings, what card and gem combo... No, I, took, I don't... I'm I don't just, just give me a thing. I still think you have... You, you. I th with board king specifically, I, I think, think you're superficial it. text reading. You're overthinking. The there's no text at all. You're overreading it completely. I think. I, 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 I just I get around the board. I couldn't read it any less than I did. You're over, over complicating it. Just get around the board. That's all you have to remember. In board kings, just round, get around the board. Just get around. Just get around the board. Just get around the board. Uh, but mobile. So these mobile games are. In, I don't play any. So I play all of my mobile games in bed. Mm. I don't do it travelling. <laughs> sure. Well, you drive everywhere. Yeah, but when I get the train down to London, I don't... Do you know what I do? What do you, what do, you do on the train? I put my headphones on and I go to sleep. I try to sleep. Oh, yeah, obviously. That's I, the other great... That's just... It's just... 
for, I just for I the chance. Care. For the chance. For the chance. Have you ever woken up and discovered that you've actually sort of nestled onto the shoulder of the guy next to you or anything like that? No. Neither why? Because I put the Quran in the seat next to me. <laughs> You're actually serious, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Is that why it's considered a holy text? <laughs> because of its power to free seats. Amazing. Let's put it on if I'm on a... I don't do it if I'm on a table because that's just a bit, you know, rude. I don't want to... <laughs> Don't wanna, you know, but you know, yeah. especially on a on a on a late night on a on a Friday night, as you know, uh, it's coming back. Sometimes I have to employ the Quran as my uh, as my seat buddy, and, and sometimes I don't even put. Do it you on always carry seat. it with you? Yeah, wow. that and McNay's <laughs> McNay's Law for Journalists. <laughs> okay, <laughs> those are the two texts that you'll find in my bag at anyone's. Yeah, home. yeah, yeah. Um, and the Quran is not because of my religious in- inclination at all. It is literally for getting out of situations so i will there are times where i've been on a plane and i've put the quran on loudspeaker as we're taxiing uh to the runway why to test the lavatories no No, because there have been passengers that have been really rude to me so i just i just get i don't do it when i'm traveling anything more than economy but when when i when i'm in economy i I tend to do it quite a bit on the train today Mm. Uh, there was a guy sitting behind me. There weren't many people on the train because it was a sort of midday train mm. uh, going down to London. And uh, someone was listening to something on their phone. On speaker. On speaker. Oh, I hate that. Which is really annoying. And The ute. But I listened. Well, here's the thing it was a guy listening to a very earnest talk. Uh, about uh, the theology of the Bible and what it tells us to do and what it doesn't tell us to do. And I just wanted to lean around and say, well, where does God stand on headphones? <laughs> I'm worried about... Can I? Can we just quickly digress and pick up on this point? Why not? Like, us digress upon our digression. Um, we will digress I'm so, I'm all the so way sorry. back. No, 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 it's good. Um, I think that's the next generation of those people with megaphones shouting, God is going to come and save you. Right, right, but right. But this is the next yes, stage. Yes, not a winner. Yeah, but this is the, legend. yeah, exa- that's exactly it. But this is the next level and then more subtle kind of, the more fake news kind of uh, subversive kind of Cambridge analytical way of getting okay. religion into the mainstream. So instead of shouting out, God is great, he's going to save you, you're going to die, you're all going to burn in hell. Mm. It's more now TED Talks on Jesus. Uh, oh, okay that you play out on speakerphone because it's not offensive and it's but at least then you're passing to the lord's message oh okay do you see what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. i think that's the next generation of uh missionaries that's that's fun i might try then to become to sort of become to have a virtual richard dorking <laughs> Here, just walk Go. up to them when you see anybody <laughs> like that just grab your phone put it in a th- yeah. in a in a <laughs> In a VR yeah. thing, headset, and chuck it in their head. <laughs> it's patent nonsense uh, to, to, to expect uh, uh, some sentient uh, being who controls the universe. Yeah, give me some jazz, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Daddy, I'm real gone. Real gone. I have a problem with him. I have a major problem. I've got, with I've problems. got listening problems with him. Um, um, hey, yeah. there were two stories that caught my eye this week. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. One is a story saying that um, online players of Red Dead Redemption, mm. your favourite, mm. have found a mass grave of dead horses. 
which sounds horrendous. And nobody knows if it's a glitch or not. Oh, I didn't know this. Red, Red, the, the people behind it, Rockstar, have, haven't said anything about they it. They won't. They never will. And people are like, this is, the, what the heck? Like, it's this massive pile of, of, of dead skinned horses. And they're like, what's that all about? And the theory is that actually this is part of the game. Yeah, I was going to say that if I were to guess, Rockstar wouldn't have left a glitch that big in. And my theory would be that they're trying to be over clever, um, throwing in an Easter egg of something that may have happened during those kind of times of the exploration of the Wild West. Well, it's funny you should say that. Okay. Apparently, in 1899, a man called Charles Winchester killed 30 horses after a man riding a black horse stole his dead wife's necklace. Wow. Nobody saw Charles for about six months after the event and everyone thought he was dead, but he'd actually been rounding up similar-looking horses, killing them and adding them to the pile as some kind of twisted revenge. Wow. Um, he was arrested and sentenced to death for animal cruelty. At that, at that age? you could do in those days. I mean, look, you know, that would have been a perfect time to go, you know what, guys? You know, the right to bear arms... Let's let's just knock it dead right here, right? <laughs> right here would have been a good time. Just, just nip it in the bud. This, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would have guessed that Rockstar doesn't do glitches like this. Right. This is not a glitch. So if you were to ask me to ask me my theory, I would have said that it would yeah, exactly that. There would have been some story or something in that time frame that would have happened that Rockstar would have tried to make an Easter egg out of because they are trying to authenticate this game as much as they can and sure. it's an experience and it's not just about the game it's about the experience of living at that time and the exploration of the west and all of the good and bad that was and ugly that was mm -hmm. happening uh, during that time so it doesn't surprise me um you know just because i don't like red dead just for people that that don't know the online the multiplayer the online stuff has recently come on line for mm. Red, for red dead and rockstar does this yeah and 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 but it should uh, be pointed out that it's 1890s internet so yes you have to log in via telegraph yes you do and you have to get a telegraph back as an approval before you can plug into the socket That's right. and then wind up the electricity yeah um but it's but as much as i don't like red dead i have to make it clear that rockstar know how to do games right so for me this game isn't for me um, in any way shape or form in, or just in, in, just in, in some, a way in some ways right but no shapes or forms the, the shapes and forms it takes are quite beautiful oh right um, but, so but more I don't, in shapes and forms than in ways but i don't appreciate the way in which it takes those shape and forms no um or shapes and form no because way. it's the one form rather than the many forms that it takes um, we went way too far with this joke. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was trying to say is, yes. is that for those of you that have bought Red Dead, that have enjoyed the single player game, listen, you've got Rockstar. Listen. Listen. You've got Rockstar creating the next kind of uh, episodes of this game that's going to keep it going for the next six, seven, eight years. So you're going to get your value for money out of this game. If you enjoy Red Dead, you're going to love it. And this is what Rockstar do better than any other publisher. They give you content for free post-release, post, even years after the game has been released. There are still, and it's a testament, see the thousands and thousands of people that are on the server every time I log in. Even with GTA, we've spoken about this before, yes. GTA 5. So just because I don't like Rockstar, yeah. not Rockstar, Red Dead, to be clear, just because I don't like Red Dead as much as I think it should, and I think it's not a gaming experience, 
I still think it's incredible value for money. And if you like that kind of stuff, go and buy it. It's amazing that GTA 5 is, you know, still so alive and well. And it was published in 1922. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, and that was on the, that was on the, that was on the Z box. Because we've been around the alphabet again. Yeah. Now. Several times. Several so, times. Yeah, so it's quite quite interesting. What's the other news story? I'm intrigued. Cause... Well, I, I don't know anything about it, but do you know about Minecraft Earth? No. Now, Raneem Super has just exciting. keep talking about... Like, I think she's now discovered that Minecraft's a thing properly and all of her friends play it, and because of Spike, obviously. Hmm. But she said to me... She actually said to me today, other than a dragon egg that she wants to incubate of some description yeah, 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 with gravel. Yeah, I, don't know. All that. I, yeah, yeah. I don't really know what she's talking about, but she said there's Minecraft Earth. So I haven't had a chance to look into it. Can you shed some light on this? I can tell you that there's a, it's going to be, a, it's a closed beta, but you can sign up somewhere. If you search for okay. Minecraft Earth beta, sign up. I'm sure you can find it. Um, and this is going to come to iOS and Android. Is this the VR thing? Right. It's an AR Minecraft an AR Go thing. kind of thing. Right. So um, I don't know what that means. It might mean so, that there's like creepers walking down your road or something. That yeah. That's so cool. So for those that don't know, augmented reality are things like Pokemon Go in which you have an image that appears. So you switch on your camera and your camera shows you what's in front of you, but then it allows for other elements to come into that into that screen. So that's what augmented reality is. Virtual yeah. reality is when you cover your f- eyes completely with a headset and you're immersed into a world that is digitally created. Augmented reality uses the world around you to create the world. And this is what one of the differences that we're not seeing from Microsoft, from a VR headset. We've seen Sony put out one. We've seen PC platforms put out one. So you've got Oculus Rift, you've got HTC Vive. Uh, we even see mobile phones with headset things. So you can get mobile phones that do headset stuff. Um but Microsoft aren't doing this. Microsoft are working on augmented reality and the HoloLens, which is what they're doing. Yes. <clears throat> so this can't be part of it, actually, because Minecraft used... Actually, sorry, I'm I'm interrupt you. HoloLens, which is the Microsoft augmented reality, used Minecraft as an example of how to create augmented reality. So you could actually have your Minecraft world yes. on a tabletop. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, cool. So they, they actually created Minecraft, that, that whole... Your, whatever it is that you build your world that you build in on a, you can do it on a coffee table so yes so this might be the this i'm might seeing be the, i'm seeing this now in fact uh there is a trailer uh that you can find maybe we'll stick the link somewhere maybe yeah. you know we've got a lot on uh <clears throat> but yes it looks like you can live in a world kind of like pokemon go yeah but done in the world of minecraft so there'll be tnt crates and creepers and trees and chickens and everything can i can i just say that i'm really exo- um, exhausted ex- excited i got the wrong 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 now verb i can't even say uh words anymore um augmented augmented i'm very excited I'm about very augmented, augmented rea- reality exhausted <laughs> <laughs> exhaustive reality actually that's what it should be called yeah. um and there are certain applications i've seen from a kind of Uh, industrial perspective which are very very interesting i think i've spoken to you about kind of looking at workflow and fluid flow in power stations and and that kind of and and medicine which is quite cool so there's a flight tracker this is the one i'm thinking about at the moment of course it is there's a flight tracker one and you can set up 
an augmented reality on your coffee table and track the flight. So as it comes and it uses Google Maps, like the full-on 3D satellite images, okay. and as you come into land, you can see the aircraft coming in over the city. Over the Your table is the city top, and it's coming in and landing uh, into the airport. You can zoom in and zoom out. That's and it, fun. There's some, that, there's some cool applications for that. Minecraft World is another one, which is quite cool. The fact that you could put on... If you've got a blank screen, a blank wall, for example, and put on augmented reality, you can then split that into kind of like a minority report kind of screen and have different stuff going on and different... And get the, hunted down for a pre-crime. <laughs> the applications for augmented reality are actually very, very, very exciting. And they don't allow you to be disconnected from reality, which I think is quite a... It, it, it's different enough for VR for it not to be competing with VR. So I think we're going to see VR and AR kind of explode in their own right. I don't think you're going to see VR explode. I do. I really do. I really don't. I really do. When the technology becomes... When you're not... And by the way, Facebook have just released a new Oculus that's a lot lighter and it's wireless. So we're now starting to see that transition that we are having lighter, smarter things attached to us. And it's it's going to be... It's it's going to be big, I reckon. It's going to be massive. But people will still walk into precious objects in their house because they can't see them. No, 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 no. You no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are. I did two series of a show called The Hurting on Dave. I know what happens with these. There VR are sets. VR platforms that you can buy that allow you to walk and run in one place. So you can. They're very expensive and cumbersome at the moment, but actually. As everything you've, you know, 150 years or 100 years ago, you wouldn't have made space in your room for a TV. You'd have made space or a wireless, but then slowly, slowly that becomes more and more mainstream and you start making room. There are going to be rooms or garages or areas that are dedicated to VR. We're literally all going to live in padded cells. That's what you're saying. No, we're not living in them, but we will escape to them. <laughs> we will escape to them. I, I mean, Nightmare. Ready. Nightmare is the first example of uh, VR that I could think of. Yeah. But get a warehouse. Yeah, a big warehouse in <laughs> Ealing. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so that's Minecraft. Uh, sounds very exciting. Uh, and and that's that's pretty much it, apart from the quiz, I think. The quiz. Oh, have yeah. you... Uh... Yes! Okay. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. I got yeah. a filthy look there, listeners. Um, <laughs> I got a very dirty look. No, no, I'm, I'm ready, ready to go. Okay. Well, I think it's that time then for me to be on my buttocks. Cool. Okay, here we go then. Uh, are you all right? Uh, are you what? all right, darling? You look a little. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. I've got a quiz. Uh, what is was it the good, first is it game published by Activision? Oh, yeah. What was the first game published by Activision? That's right. Come on, you know this. Also, while we're waiting, uh, thanks very much to Pablo and Julie uh, for some stellar work this week. Amazing stuff uh, at Pablo Bonzo and at Julie Prunes. Uh, you should check out their, their Twitter page. The uh, rendering of Two Girls, One Cuphead was amazing. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, I want to say Activision's first ever game. Now, this is this is hard. 
it's going to be something ridiculous. Activision's first ever game that they published or developed? Yeah, published. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it will have to. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> I actually don't know. Um, and it's not. It might. You know what? It might yeah. very well be Call of Duty. Call of Duty. It might very well be, but no, they were around way before the Call of Duty franchise kicked off. They've been around since the 80s. Yes. Mercenaries. Mercenaries. Okay, mercenaries, thank you. Uh, who was the first... I'm never going to get this one. Go on. I'm starting okay. to think maybe it's a sport game now. Right. Anyway, go on. Uh, who was the first Nintendo baddie? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, thank you. Uh, which Crash Bandicoot game has the most levels? Um, is it... Uh, I don't know what it's called. It's, I think, the one that came out on the Xbox 360 and PS3. Um, Crash Bandicoot... In what is it? Something in time, or am I confusing that with another game? A warp in time, or something? Something stupid like that. It was. It was. It was the one that was released on the 360 PS3, I think. So that would have been circa 2009, something like that. Are you going for a warp in time? Whichever one was released. That one. I'm going to let you. Whatever that one was. Whatever that one was. I'm going to let you have that. And what was the most expensive handheld gaming device ever released? Ever released? Yeah. The most expensive one? Yeah. Uh, I think it might have been what you've got in that plastic bag. The Gizmondo. The Gizmondo. Gizmondo, thank you. Uh, and finally, what colour is the yeah. bandana of the protagonist in the second Metal Gear Solid. Red. Okay. Solid Snake. I think it's red in the second one. Okay, let's have a look. So we asked you, what was the... Hold on, hold on a minute. You said you've done the quiz. Yeah. But you don't know the answers. Um, no wonder I was, can of tell. Course, no wonder I can tell if I was right or wrong. It was, of course, Dragster. 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 A racing game. Yeah. yeah. Unlucky, mate. Anyone would have known that. Then I asked you, who was the Oh, my God, you're actually doing this. Nintendo baddie. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe... So just and for those of you that haven't figured it out, Jake has just made up some questions and now, for answers, he's Googling them. What?! No due diligence at all. Uh, the answer was, of course... Oh, I didn't think you were going to be able to find that. I did wonder why... 
Because that's a tough question. Um, oh, I'm going to let you have that one. Donkey Kong was their first ever character, I think, and he was a baddie. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing it's Donkey Kong. I, I'm going to say it was Donkey Kong. Because I'm the internet can't. Have that one. <laughs> I can't look it up in time. Then I ask you which Crash Bandicoot oh game God. has the most levels? I genuinely can't believe, I can't believe this. <laughs> this is an outrage. Um, and the answer, of course, was, uh, well, goes without saying that Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back, Cortex Strikes Back, has too. got the one with the most boxes to smash oh. on the level Cold Hard Crash, and I don't know... The answer. I'm going to let you win that. No, don't let me win that. You no, because to do I your do, can't ask you a question I don't know the answer to. Yeah, so do your homework. And you do the. Ne- you do it. You find out for next I've week. I've been very. You've done the questions. You have to find the answers. Then I asked you, what's the most expensive handheld gaming <laughs> device ever released? Oh my gosh. Oh my and goodness. the answer of that, of course. Was Gee. the uh, we'll be back after these shorts. No, no, nothing backs off the business. It was, of course, the Turbo Express. Okay. The Turbo Express. Listen, I'm not accepting any. You, by next week, are going to give me a proper It was score. the Turbo Express. Right, okay, who was it made by? What year was it released and what games were on it? It came out in 1990. And it was released at a price of $250, which is the same as $446 today. Mm-hmm. And it was made by NEC. <laughs> by NEC? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is weird. I'm actually really glad I asked this question. Yes, so am I. So, yeah, Japan's multinational IT company, NEC, and uh, they were terrible games by all accounts. Um, And, uh, yeah, people people love it. 16-bit color games. 16-bit color games for 1990? 1990. That's abysmal. That is a bit That's the Game Gear was around the same time and it had 16 bit. Um, and Game then Gear was I released asked in 1989, you, I think, as well. Then I asked you. Game Boy Color in advance. Color was the bandana in Metal Gear Solid 2. And uh, the answer was. I can't believe you don't even know. You didn't even bother doing this. I mean. It's just unbelievable. His, it was, looks greeny, grey, reddy, bluey, yellowy. So brown. <laughs> I would say it was. Why don't you just do a Google search, image search for Solid Snake Metal Gear Solid 2. Because your good... protagonist is, you were talking about, he's called Solid yeah, Snake. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. It's blue. Oh, is it blue? It's blue. Well, what do you know? There you go. What do you know? There it was go. blue. 
turned out to be a pretty incredible quiz. <laughs> Incredibly infuriating. Sorry, everyone. Wow. I mean, it's time for you to start making it's time some for really you. careful... It's time for you. ...appraisals of your life. If you're listening to someone Googling stuff... <laughs> Don't kill the audience because of your lack of... I effort yeah i killed it you I'm killed sorry. it i'm I very sorry I can't believe you honestly by this time next week i want to know what the answers to this quiz are so well, you may not have to write I one you, i told you no you didn't because you're like oh yeah i can't I find told... the answer you can have that one it's not necessarily right is it it's not right instead of playing your phone games yeah. do some phone play research. your f- phone games you do your research do Why your don't phone you research phone someone i will phone, phone somebody yourself. and i will ask for a life another lifeline yeah, go phone yourself i'm gonna go phone a friend because i have them <laughs> friends who phone friends <laughs> friends with phones mm-hmm. that's who i'm gonna phone sounds like a good idea maybe this is some of the worst verbal sparring I've ever heard, and I'm going to conclude we're too tired to continue. Listen, thank you very much for listening to the yes. podcast. I think it's that time of evening where, you know, Jake has just gone off-piste. I've, no. I've, I've, He's I given up. He's pieced. given up. Um, but we want to thank you all for your contributions. Uh, yes. The, and remember, the forum is always open. Always, when it's open. <laughs> It's always open. Um, uh, Twitter is our forum right now, so please continue to use that. Check us out at CheckpointMagazine.com and also interact with us on all of our social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, at CheckpointMagazine.com and on Instagram. Yeah. Um, And I think that's really it. Remember, guys, polls are important. So are every other European country, people, population. Sure. I mean... Did you watch Eurovision? Did, I was no. I don't really want to go into that. So good. I really don't because there so are countries good. in there that I still don't understand how they're considered European. Well, I mean, if you want to get into the politics of it, oh, this might be so a mini bad. module coming. So bad. <laughs> was it so really? Bad. And if you want to talk about Madonna singing, let's leave it there. I I, I actually do want to talk about Madonna singing because I didn't see it and I don't know because I reckon it was terrible. I would have thought it was awful. It was. And if it was I mean, awful, I mean, if it was awful, how the heck is she still? Well, here's she's what's an exciting. Icon, right? This was, and I have to give credit to uh, the BBC. In fact, it was PM. Oh, really? Who, okay. Who really PM? Yeah, who did wow. a little side by side comparison. Um, so this is what. Madonna-